Hi, everyone, and welcome back to SNC Adventures Talk It Out podcast. My name is Sydney Fettenhauer, and today we are featuring Hannah, who studied abroad at the University of Sterling during summer 2022. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, my name's Hannah, and I studied abroad in Scotland for a month in the summer. Great. So what is your major? I'm a communication major, but I also minor in sociology and women gender studies. Oh, very interesting. So I can't wait to hear about your experience in Scotland and your month abroad. So we're just going to go ahead and get started. My first question is, how did you choose to study abroad at the University of Sterling? What kind of things drew you to this program and how does it help you achieve your educational or future career goals? Well, so I first met with Allie and honestly I was going to study abroad in Australia mm-hmm. but then you know everything shut down because COVID yeah <laughs> and so um I know myself and I knew going a semester would probably be a bit too long so she was like oh we actually have something over the summer this program just opened up etc and I've always wanted to go to UK and Sterling was the only option so I'm like oh Scotland could be really fun. Yeah, I feel like there's lots of summer programs where you can go for about a month or six weeks, and mm-hmm. they're not quite as popular. People don't know about them as much. So, oh, 100%. I didn't know about yeah, it. Yeah, so it's really awesome that you got to take advantage of that. Did you always want to study abroad? You said you wanted to go to Australia, but did you think about it like throughout mm-hmm. your whole life, or did you learn more about more opportunities after coming to SNC? I kind of like sporadically, I guess, throughout my life was like, oh, yeah, this might be cool one day. Yeah. But then once I got to SNC and, you know, the tour guides mentioned it, everyone just kind of mentions it. There's all that statistics, that large portion. Yeah. And then I saw like all the countries and I was like, oh, that could be really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And as it was getting, it's my senior year. So as I was getting towards the end, I'm like, you know, it's here now or never. Exactly. It's a really good opportunity. And like, when else are you going to have that chance? Oh, a thousand percent. So I'm just like, oh, okay, well, a month is going to be perfect for me. So why not? Yeah, why not is really the question. Um, What type of classes did you take while you were there? And how did the format compare to our classes here? So I took some really, really interesting classes. I only took two just because the University of Sterling is very much, they want you to like also go explore and take all the opportunities. So I took a class in Celtic religion, mm-hmm. which super interesting, although I will say my other class was my favorite, which was uh, the history of witchcraft in Scotland. Oh, wow. That and sounds super cool. It was. We didn't learn about any spells or anything, which people <laughs> were like, oh my gosh, we're going to. No, we learned about um, just the history, how they were persecuted. Um, back then, I think they were just like, oh wow my crop's gone you're a witch you cursed me or something yeah just like kind that. of scapegoating blaming of like other people mm-hmm. yeah oh it was great and then um for each class they also make sure that you go on an excursion oh so yeah. for witchcraft we actually saw a burial site of someone we went to quote unquote fairy hill mm-hmm. where supposedly the fairies bring uh believers or something like that <laughs> um Oh, yeah. Typing notes about fairies was very, very interesting. Yeah, that sounds like just like reading a fantasy book or something. Like what more could you ask for just to actually learn about that stuff? 
definitely. I stopped a couple times during class. I'm like, am I really typing serious notes about like fairies and witches and <laughs> wizards and all that? Stuff? Like, is this school? What am I doing? It, yeah. <laughs> Um, so what was your living situation abroad like? And did you do some sort of homestay or live in a dorm or apartment? Yeah. So we lived in flats mm-hmm. and it was very much like, I think I lived with about seven, six, maybe eight. Mm-hmm. Totally out of order numbers. But <laughs> it was very interesting because we each had our own little um or we each had our own room, which was great because it also had a little bathroom in there with yeah. your own shower, which that was so lovely. <laughs> and it was decent size. Like there was a ton of storage space, which of course everyone loves. Mm-hmm. And you don't really like expect that going in. You think, oh, my room's going to be like a little shoebox. And oh, you just, you're like, I'll deal with whatever. But that's super nice that it ended up being spacious. Right. And each flat had their own kitchen too. Mm-hmm. So. It was awesome because that kitchen also had a living area, so people just kind of chilled and did whatever. I know I personally did to do homework because I wanted to just get out of my room for a hot sec. Mm-hmm. Um, what were your favorite aspects about Scottish culture, and did you notice any like major similarities or differences from here? Yeah, so one thing I really liked, of course, was Scottish accents. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought those were so cool. It's incredible. Although, I know sometimes, though, I couldn't understand them, and I'm just like, I'm sorry, can you... Can you say that again? <laughs> I did not understand that. Maybe a bit slower. Um, but no, I remember this one time we had the Scottish Highland Games, which of course we did a mini version. And it was the best because you just got to see how everyone gathered around for these games. And we're like, I think we did Irish and Scottish dancing at one point too. But you just got to see like how much fun everybody has and Mm -hmm. how these like little events just brings everyone together. It's a really great time. So I would say that was definitely my favorite part because people would just gather whenever they wanted, just had a great time. And yeah. Yeah. Very like community focused. It seems like. Um, Did you cook your own meals or did you go out to restaurants when you were there? So it was interesting because you could cook your own meals. I know mm-hmm. sometimes I did, although the point is it took me a hot sec to figure out how to use it. Yeah, <laughs> European really ones work very differently. You know, it was so weird. Sure. So like sometimes I did, especially if I came home for lunch or something, because like I said, your classes are very much like how they had it was you had class Monday, Tuesday, mm-hmm. and the rest are just... Wow, that's yeah, so nice to be able to explore like, and go on excursions. Go yeah, so um, I did cook sometimes. A lot of actually, it's weird. They had like twenty different restaurants on campus. Wow, but, just on campus? Yeah, just on campus. But I mean, most of them were closed down for the summer, except mm-hmm. for a select maybe five. So oftentimes, I would go and I don't know, go get a croissant in the morning, or mm-hmm. maybe um. Yeah, just stop by and grab a coffee. But then otherwise, some nights my friends and I just went out to the pub and it was so fun and we'd have a night out. Mm -hmm. So I kind of did a mixture of all the above. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Were there any specific signature dishes from Scotland that you tried? Ooh, so this is actually kind of Greek, I guess, but it happens a lot in Scotland. Mm -hmm. Uh, Halloumi. Yeah. Halloumi or fried or yeah whatever it is 
so good. So it's like this fried cheese sort of thing, but there's herbs in it. And oh, I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. And of course, um, fish and chips are huge up there. Yes. So of course you had to get that, but you had to get it right when it came out of the fryer. Otherwise mm-hmm. it gets like cold. I think the one thing everyone thinks of in Scotland is haggis. Yeah. It sounds absolutely disgusting. What is it? It is a. It is so gross. It's sheep intestines. Oh, I know. I've definitely and, heard of it, but did not know what it is. So that's, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, some of them I refuse to try, like um, black pudding, which is literally sheep's blood. Mm-hmm. Which, no, my boyfriend likes that. I don't. Yeah, but, um, I've, I've, like, heard of all this stuff, like, I don't know, I feel like in America we're, like, kind of exposed to, like, oh, the UK exactly. stuff, but I don't know. I don't know if I'd be brave enough to try that. I was like, fine, I'm going to try this, and granted, I don't eat meat, like, I don't eat red meat, but I'm oh, just like, wow. you know what, when in Rome, why not? Or yeah, when it's a Scotland, cultural experience. I didn't like it, but my friends absolutely loved it. The ones mm-hmm. who I met there loved it, like... <laughs> you do you fam yeah good but okay what was your typical day-to-day life like and did you interact with locals a lot Ooh, so days shifted a bit just because like I said actually it was Monday Tuesday Wednesday in which you had classes but sometimes depending on when they are you don't have the same classes every single day so Mm -hmm. your schedule is kind of flipped but um so those days I would go to class. Like I said, I usually grab coffee beforehand because necessary things. Yes. But I would usually study a bit or do whatever because they made sure not to give you a ton of homework to do because, mm-hmm. you know, they just want you to enjoy. They want you to learn a bit and especially go out and experience stuff. So I would usually be studying. Then I'd probably go like hop on a bus to the Sterling Center of town and Go walk around, maybe go grocery shopping, go to a pub. Mm-hmm. Just, why not? Go to a castle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sterling Castle is so cool. You Just casual castle. Yeah, just very cash. It's not like it's that was like hundreds of years old. Or It's funny because the Sterling Castle is actually the oldest in the UK. Oh, so wow. That was Is it right beautiful. like in the center of town or oh, is 100%. it a little bit out? No, yeah. it's right in the center. I mean, you have to hike up a stupid hill for a while, but <laughs> it's okay. Um, Get some exercise. But the best part about Sterling is they made it so every single Thursday for the month, they would take you to some other town. Mm-hmm. So I think we went to Edinburgh, Glasgow, and oh, I'm forgetting the last one, St. Andrews. Mm-hmm. And so they literally drop you off at like 9 a.m. You can go do whatever you want to, and they're just like, oh, bye. 5 p.m. just be by the bus and we'll take you home which was amazing it's really convenient to have that transportation arranged oh 100 um so is there any like local lingo you picked up on or that you noticed while you were there because i feel like definitely with the scottish accents and all the little sayings they have there's definitely some stuff yeah there is a lot and it's kind of funny because sometimes we'd be talking and um the locals or the people in study abroad there just were like, what, what does that even mean? Yeah. But so it goes both ways. It does go both ways. And it's interesting because in my Celtic religion class, we learned a lot of Scottish Gaelic mm-hmm. or Gaelic, whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> and it's these words that don't even sound remotely like 
anything we have. Yeah. So it's just these random words that they would say. And then um, you'd go back and have absolutely no clue. Yeah, it's just like a different context. Like sometimes when it's like a place and they speak English, but then they just use a different word Mm -hmm. or some sort of lingo than we use here and put it in a different context. And then you're just like crickets you're like what are they talking about oh 100 especially with that scottish gal if they're like be speaking normal english but then just they like slip throw, it in there yeah. yeah they slip it in and it's like okay so you're just kind of doing a mixture of both mm-hmm. and you're just like wait can you just can you repeat that or that's, they'll speak so fast with that and mm-hmm. you're just like that's super what? interesting how they kind of preserve like more of like the ancient language mm-hmm. and still use it in modern times i think that's super interesting <laughs> So talk a little bit more. You mentioned it, but about the other traveling that you got to do. Ooh, okay. So like I said, I kind of went to those little excursions, which that was awesome because I planned my day just being like, oh, my friend and I were going to go to museums. Um, I think we actually did a, what was it? Oh, a Scotch whiskey experience because, mm-hmm. you know, that's their, that's where it originated from. So yeah. we had to. Um. But I also, with my friends, sometimes on the weekends would go, what, I think we went to the Isle of Skye, which they I had heard of that. That sounds it really cool. It is so cool. They have what's called fairy pools, and mm-hmm. it is just this crystal clear, gorgeous series of waterfalls and mountains. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was rainy and <laughs> it was not fun, but that water was some of the best water I've ever had. So the climate there, was it raining like the whole time you were there or was it sunny like how hot does it get also so it's kind of it was really weird like the first three days I think was all sunny wonderful but it was like it was tricking always, you right when you got there 100 <laughs> always like 70s which is absolutely gorgeous the temperature never really shifts from that mm-hmm. which meant in the summer I could wear sweatshirts and I was like oh yeah it's cool great but um no, Scotland's like the wettest part of the UK, so mm-hmm. it was always rainy or sprinkling or misty something. Right, or I think the rest of the time I didn't really even see the sun because it was just cloudy. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I remember I did um one weekend did a Highlands tour where I just chilled on a bus <laughs> and we just drove around. Yeah, I remember there being a lot of side rain. <laughs> Good thing you were in the bus and not outside. Oh, 100%. Oh, and I saw um, instead of cows, they call them coos. Mm. So I saw Highland coos, which is literally just a normal cow, but it has a little fluff on its head. Yeah. It was so cool. Um, what is your favorite memory from your experience abroad? Ooh, I would say it's also awesome because if you were to book little um, your bed and breakfast or little houses, like I literally got a house for my friends and I when we traveled for, I think we each paid like 40 bucks mm-hmm. for two nights. That's such a good price. <laughs> it was. So I went with a group of my friends again to the Isle of Skye and we kind of bounced. We went to St. Andrews one day just because that's how it worked out to get there. And we just got to spend the night, like a girl's night, Mm -hmm. at this place with pizza. We just kind of hung out. And that was my favorite memory. Of course, the sky was pretty. The Isle of Sky was great. But, I mean, we went to a pub one night. Mm -hmm. We 
I think we literally watched Botched or whatever yeah. on the TV. Just the fun memories with the friends you make abroad, I feel like, oh, are 100%. pretty priceless. I still connect with them. Like, yeah. I literally got tagged in a photo the other day with one of them. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, cat. <laughs> it's so funny because all of the students were from the U.S., actually. Oh, really? Except one was from Australia, but I never met that guy. But, like. Yeah, that's a long haul from Australia. Oh, 100%. So, I what think were my favorite. Yeah, love to hear it. What were some of the challenges that you might have faced abroad? Oh, 100% homesickness. I yeah. mean, well, okay, I had a lot of factors that contributed to that because mm-hmm. first off, I flew out of Chicago, and of course, Chicago gets wrecked. And since it was so delayed, when I got to Newark, I um, completely missed my flight to Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, that sucks. And then they lost my luggage. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, goodness. But hey, it's a story. The airport logistics. Sometimes it goes completely smoothly. And sometimes like every single thing goes wrong that could possibly go wrong. I know. And so, I mean, hey, one of my friends didn't get her luggage for like a whole month. So like, I am fine with that. That that if she was coming and like she's staying for the month and you don't get your luggage for the whole month. I know. And I mean, they paid her back, but. But, I mean, after that, I think it was really just the – I think I had a culture shock after a while because I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I'm in a foreign country by myself. I don't know anybody here. Um, and my mom was coming to visit, like, maybe in, like, three weeks. But mm-hmm. The realization is, like, the the honeymoon phase of when you get yes. there and you're so excited and then the realization sits in. And I feel like that's when homesickness or culture shock happens. Oh, exactly. And, I mean – after a little bit and once you like make your friends and you kind of go out somewhere like I was saying I was going on those excursions which was kind of nice I'm like oh this is actually really fun Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I can just do whatever I want there's this independence with especially seeing something I've never seen in my life yeah like I was talking about like the castles Mm -hmm. (laughs) casual just castles is there anything you wish that you knew or you were more prepared for before going abroad so I feel like people tried to prepare me being like, oh, you might be homesick. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're just like, yeah, but whatever. That's okay. Yeah, I kind of brush it off. Right. I don't think I was prepared for especially the challenges of, oh, miss flight, mm-hmm. <laughs> luggage being lost. Because at that point, I was just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, why is this happening? Um, I wish I knew that those could be different challenges but I think the biggest thing was I just was I wasn't really prepared for how different the UK could be Mm -hmm. I mean because you think it's like oh basically the most similar place you could possibly go to but it is very different exactly like I said the appliances were weird I didn't know the public transportation system which is huge over there Mm -hmm. so that was off I think the biggest surprise, though, was um, apparently they tested the fire alarms every Wednesday. And because oh, no. I missed the first day because of my flight issues, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And so it would go off. And then I like remember my first time walking outside and then coming back in and then standing outside in the rain being like, hmm, the fire alarm's going off until someone finally showed up. And they're like, are you out here because of the fire alarm? It's okay. It's a drill. And I'm like, man, the kid told me that. <laughs> 
It's funny here we get like a two hundred fifty dollar fine for not evacuating for I Euro, but I guess they, they don't really do that. They really don't care. They're just they literally said stay in your room. Oh my gosh. And so I think just at like, least you found out yes, eventually. I think just those differences. I didn't wasn't really prepared because, like you said, I thought, oh gosh, these places are so similar. Like mm-hmm. yeah, there'll be cultural differences. Yeah. But I don't think I was really prepared for how much. It's more different than I actually thought. And yeah. So that little shock also contributed to the homesickness and stuff. Mm-hmm. The culture shock definitely happens, like all the little things adding up, and then it just all of a sudden being overwhelming. Thousand percent. <laughs> um. So thank you so much for your time today and all the advice you shared, Hannah. I loved getting to hear about <laughs> your experiences and. This episode is actually going live a day early on Thursday, September 29th at 9 a.m. in promotion of the Scotland Info Session being held at in Coffrin 202 from 2 to 3 p.m. And you're going to be there, right? Oh, yes, I will with my little Sterling mascot stuffed toy. <laughs> yeah, so a representative from the University of Sterling will be there to answer questions. And Hannah will also be there to provide a student, a student perspective if you would like to hear more about her experience specifically, or just talk in person about what it's like to study abroad in Scotland. Thanks again for listening and see you next time for more adventures.